The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Just say your name as usual. Chris? Ooh, it feels weird to say it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Hello, and welcome to Budget Arcade. Uh, that's the only far... That's as far as I'm going to go. I'm not going to go into the other spiel that that uh, Scott usually says, but um, my name is Elliot. I'm Chris. Oh, whoa, that's a new name. Uh, and we are uh, the new Off Week. Off Week feels Bring- weird to say, too, though, doesn't it? Like, Yeah, well... We're bringing some class to this podcast. Class, we're bringing class to the pod. Yeah, we need like a new, we need like an off-brand name, right? Like, I was thinking JV Squad, but then that denotes that we're like the junior varsity, where we're clearly varsity level people. <laughs> I, I, I've been on the main, the main week episodes. There, there's nothing varsity about those three, you know. Yeah. Maybe Jeff. Jeff's got some class, but those other two, man, they're just really showboating it, you know. Yeah, there's. They're sending it for the boat. And also, we're not going to cover, like, we're not covering free-to-play games. Um, we might cover games that are free, like, on Game Pass, like we did this week. Um, but we're not going to cover, like, free-to-play games for the most part. I mean, we might hit one or two, because I do have one, actually, that I'm kind of waiting to throw onto you, because I'm kind of interested just in how it was made and who's making it and that kind of stuff. Well, well that's, like, okay. that's, like, a month away at this point, because ah, okay, okay. we have a pile of games that we already are going to, like, get to. Um, but like, you know, I, I've talked, I think I've talked about it before, but I, I left budget arcade proper because they were just reviewing like games that were not fun. Like, well, not most free to play games. I mean, it's hard. I think you got like yeah, five good free to play games, right? Yeah. We've talked about it. I mean, every once in a while you'll find that gem yeah. in a pile of crap. That's ex- exactly it. That that's why they're there. Uh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. The gym. Yeah. Out of all the coal, you push hard enough, and eventually you get a diamond, right? Correct. Um, so anyway, that's that's what Chris and I are going to do. We had a very short-lived podcast we did together with our, uh, our mutual friend Brody called Hanging Out Gaming. I still think those episodes are pretty good. They're pretty amusing. Um, but uh, Brody had to kind of step away. He's, like, selling a house and buying a house, and you know the market. 
so he kind of had to step away from that, and we thought it was kind of weird kind of continuing on with him. So we're going to do this. Also, it makes it easier on me. Um, so, so there's that to it. Uh, we're not going to follow the same format that proper Brudger Arcade follows. Um, we're going to kind of do our own thing because, again, we're not playing free-to-play games, so you know we don't really need to talk about paywalls. Um, we might talk about replayability, and we might talk about we'll talk about gameplay and stuff like that. But um, the games just don't follow the same format as a free-to-play game does. So I think the discussion um, doesn't denote following the same format. Um, we're also going to kind of get freaky with it uh, in a way too, because I'm, I'm going to try and find like weird things to kind of talk about to bring it in. Um, and, and we might not always talk about just video games too, because the thing that um, Chris and I do, because we work together uh, in real life in the real world. Um, we get off subject really easily uh, about all kinds of things. Um, we watch a lot of the same shows, like The Boys. Did you catch The Boys this week, by the way? Oh man, how can you, how can you live with yourself watching only half of like an hour long TV show and then taking a break from it? Usually, I have to sit down and finish it. But I had so much going on this weekend, I had to stop. Otherwise, I would not get anything done this weekend. Yeah, you. We were talking before we started recording. Um, and your Saturday sounded absolutely ridiculous. Yes, like, you just had a it's... pile of things. Uh, you know what I did today? We're recording on a Saturday. Obviously, this goes out on Tuesday. Uh, I woke up at, at like six fifteen. Took the dog out. Um, you know, for the whole bathroom thing. Um, we went to Target to try to find my father-in-law a Father's Day gift. Okay. Um, and then do we even have, yeah, we picked up Chick-fil-A, uh, and nice. then I stayed at home and hung out with my dog as my wife went and got her hair dyed. That was my Saturday. Ah. It was fantastic. Uh, oh my God. It was yeah. the best. Sounds a lot better than mine. Oh man. It was perfect. I just sat and watched, uh, like TikToks for like 20 minutes or 20 yeah. minutes, more like three or four hours, but you know, I'll say yeah, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Healthy. Yeah. 20 healthy minutes turned into... Minutes. Turned into eight hours, and then oh. now you're addicted and rocking back and forth in your chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. what did we play this week, Chris? We played Limbo. Um, so Limbo is made by Playdead. They developed it. Uh, Microsoft um, produced it or published it. Um, and the way it's described is Limbo is a puzzle platform video game developed by Playdead, like I said. Uh, it was originally published on the 360 way back in the day. Um, it came out in 2010 um, for Xbox Live Arcade. Um, and since then, it's come out on a bunch of different systems. Like, I played it on the Switch this week. Um, so there's that to it. Um, yeah, it, I'm looking at the thing. It's uh, Steam, iOS, okay, Nintendo Switch, Green Man Gaming, which I've never heard of, mm. Fanatical. Okay. Epic Games, which I, majority of these are all PC launchers. Right. Uh, it's available on Mac, App Store for mobile. Origin, it's Google Play for mobile. PlayStation, Xbox, GOG.com, and of course... GOG, I think is what store. GOG is. Okay. Um, which is um, GOG.com, it's good old games is what it stands for. Okay, okay. Um, they're kind of like a humble bundle and kind of like an Epic. So they're their own game front store. They're probably the third biggest behind Steam and uh, Epic, if I had to guess. If I had to guess, and okay. that's just straight up guessing. So pretty much wherever you get your games, more likely you be able to find Limbo. Yeah, uh, it's also on Vita. You uh, skipped over that, uh, and yeah, Linux, Linux. So you know, don't be that guy. It doesn't list it on their site. That's I was reading oh. from their site. Well, uh, I'm on Wikipedia, which we, of course, know is 100% factual and should be taken as such. 
So, oh, wow. uh, I don't know. Wikipedia wouldn't lie to me. May have to edit that later on. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, so far, it's generated. Um, Limbo was the third highest selling game on Xbox Live Arcade in 2010, generating 7.5 million. Isn't that Jeez. insane? That is insane. That's absolutely crazy. And it was, from my understanding, is it's really just designed by one dude. Really? Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Pr- I'm not gonna pronounce his name correctly because I don't know how to say. It, but it's. I think it's Jeppe. Jeppe. G. J. E. P. P. E. Is this Giuseppe? Joppy. Ja- yeah, I'm, we're butchering it. Um, it's really just one guy. So when we say play dead, it's really just like Jep Jeppe Carlson. So. Oh. Um. Okay. So, tell me about. The gameplay. How do you describe this game to someone who has not heard of it? Which, um, for me, I've definitely heard of this game forever, probably since 2010. But I've, I've, this was the first time playing it for me. Okay. Well, I would say it's just a it's side scrolling scroller puzzle. I guess is what, how yeah. I would define it. It's a very dark, dreary game. Um, and I think that's about all I can say for it. Yeah, that's kind of the weird part about this, right? Like, um, there is very little story to it. Yeah, you you start off, there's no, like, introduction to controls, introduction to the story. You're just thrown into the game. There's no color uh, except for grays, whites, and blacks. That's yeah. it. So, I I like the simplicity of the look to it right there's nothing on the screen other than just like what you see right there's no like mini map or there's nothing taking up room on the screen other than just like the world you're side scrolling through which i actually like love that like minimalist approach yeah it's very simplistic and you have the game and the game only and that's what you're focusing on yeah and you basically move left to right up and down because you can jump um, you yep. can grab things, and like that's the mechanics of the game, right? I mean, yeah, very simple. The other thing too is like this is a trial by fire kind of game where like every like I don't know every so often you run into like some new puzzle that you have to like kind of move yourself through, whether it's like traps or like giant spider or boxes that you have to move or lift or raise or like platforms to jump onto or buttons to push or like this, that, or the other. And and it kind of goes into sections, right? Like the first like section I thought was like bear traps, right? Yeah. Or it's like move these bear traps here or there, do something with these bear traps. Uh, and then yeah, you had a, it, a lot of boxes. It, yeah. It kind of like starts you off slow and like, okay, you figure out how to use this trap basically. And then you eventually you use it to do a main thing. Yeah. that helps you complete your your main quest. I guess that spider at the, the very first level, oh. I guess, would that be considered a boss? Yeah, that's like the first boss, right? I, I kind of, like, that was my first, like, section. Um, and then the second section is kind of like a weird gray area, which I think was the longest section, where it kind of delved with a bunch of different things. And then you get to, like, the cog section. Mm-hmm. And then you get to, like, the gravity-defying section. So yep, for me, I don't, don't know right, that one. and we'll get to that discussion because that is a yeah. really <laughs> fun That's discussion. A sore to have. subject. Yeah, you sound you still sound a little like butthurt. I it. I am a little butthurt on that, but I I would be more okay. than butthurt actually. I 
Thank God I had this game on Switch previously. I had I must have bought it on a, a sale, um, or else I would have been more than triggered, which you uh, were triggered by because. I think it was a Friday. I came in and you were like, "Not you were like, I don't want to talk about it." You were, <laughs> um. So the the gameplay, I never felt like got like super difficult until the very end. Um, like once we got to like the cogs and the gravity section, I thought the difficulty kind of spiked a little bit. But like for the first like three quarters of the game, I thought it wasn't like progressively more difficult. It was just progressively different. Yeah, it's. I think the difficulty increased as you went further and further on, and that's just once you got the hang of it. Because you got unlimited lives, so you can always t- trial and error on what works and what not for the traps that you're doing or the puzzles. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like it's trial by fire, where like the game almost wants you to try to do it, and then like it's like, haha, screw you, you're dead. But then you respawn like right before like you died so like you don't have to like walk all the way back to that thing it's almost like once you've completed like the next thing you were supposed to do it'll reset you right back to where like you need to be um which for me i kind of like because that's how i always knew like i was doing doing the puzzle correct because if it reset me to like just before i screwed up i was like oh so i've been doing okay until now yeah, yeah, because there's no visible checkpoints at all. Right, you can you can hit the pause button and it gives you to a load screen where you can load up to like the next like the start of like that little puzzle block. Um, but it's never like there's never like oh you've been doing good and you can usually kind of tell when like you're at, you've reached a checkpoint because you're like oh the rain has stopped so I probably hit a checkpoint here or the rain has started or like you know you can usually tell when you're like in a new section pretty easily. Yeah, usually when I start to die a lot, I know I'm pretty much in a new section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you even said, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but you like didn't really struggle too too much with this game, right? Like, No, I didn't. There was uh, probably right before you get to the cog levels, I think. Okay. It was just because I was overthinking it, because most of the puzzles are pretty simplistic on how they are done. Yeah, so like, you, yeah, you can breeze are, through them pretty quick. Some of them are like hit the platform or don't hit the platform, right? Like, yeah. like the first time you hit the platform and you die. So you're like, oh, I missed the pl- I jump over it. And then the next one yeah. you have to actually hit it or else you do die. So it kind of like is kind of mind screwy in that sense. And you just have to kind of guess kind of what you're supposed to do. Um, so I, I do think it tries to like trick you on purpose. Yeah, but then again, if you you do it, because uh, I know which one you're talking about, because you you run, and the first one you're not supposed to jump on the on the button, right? And then the second time, you have to jump on the button because if you hit anywhere beside it, then it's yes. gonna crush you. Exactly. So it, it's stuff like that, which I actually got that puzzle correctly the first time because I was like, oh, I'm gonna jump over this, and then oh, I'm gonna jump on it. Like I knew what it was. I kind of guessed it correctly so it wasn't that wasn't a puzzle i i particularly had any problems with i had two that i absolutely found frustrating um early on the first like spider boss who's the first main like difficulty thing you have to pull a bear trap over to get its like tentacles stuck in the bear trap um and i understood the mechanics like oh the first spider web like the first spider foot like shoots straight down so you have to move just a little and the second one does the same thing too but the third one shoots sideways. And I caught that 
I understood it, but it kept like screwing me over. I felt cheaply and I kept getting frustrated by it. That one took a lot um, to do. And then the one that I talked to you earlier about with the boxes where you have to stack the boxes and then move the boxes and jump on top of the boxes and then jump onto the platform before the buzzsaw comes and grabs you. It just required a lot of timing that I just kept getting wrong by like a half second. And it was just really frustrating me where I was like, I'm almost like, I'm just going to watch a video about this game instead of like seeing how it ends because I was so pissed off by it. Did you have any that you were like, this is stupid. I hate this stupid game. Uh, yeah. Well, the spider one that uh, gave you difficulty too gave me some difficulty, but it was mainly that third lay because right. each lay progressively got quicker on how fast it, it sh- tried to get you. So he, he hit me in the head or speared me in the head a couple times before I finally got the hang of the timing for that last one because you got to nudge it just right, get yeah. close enough for it to trigger and then for it to shoot out and then get in a trap. Uh, the second one that got me hung up a little bit, which, again, it was just me overthinking, is where you had to raise the elevator up to take the box up to yeah, slide it over. Yeah. yeah, and then you had to uh, eventually pull the uh, the base of the elevator over with the chains. But I seen there was like a little vine hanging on the back side of the elevator, so I pushed the box over, jumped, activated the elevator, go up, jumped on the top of the elevator and tried to jump over to get that vine thinking it did drop something else down but it just dropped one of the the secret globs of goo i don't know what exactly it was yeah and but eventually i figured out that okay well i can just pull this over enough so and drag it to wait the other side of this ramp so that way i can get my block and move on yeah it's funny that we both did not like the spider one um, but we did then had like problems with like several di- different puzzles. So it's definitely like a how you think of things kind of thing where some puzzles are going to upset people more than others. Um, but they always sim- seemed fair, right? Like once you yeah. completed it, I was always like, oh, yeah, 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 of course. That makes sense. Um, yeah, well, like I said, it's a very simplistic game. Uh, just you don't have to overthink it as the thing. Right. Yeah, which is, I think that's kind of the problem, too, is it wants you to overthink or underthink, you know? Like, you always, I always found myself doing the opposite. Um, but, but, like, for the most part, I only found myself dying to, like, puzzles, like, I don't know, two, three times before, like, I figured them out, with the exception yeah, of a couple. Yeah, right before that elevator one, there was the, where the worm got stuck in your head, and you had to yeah. go, like, clear to the left of the map, and then you went clear to the right just for the worm to get removed. And then as you're working your way back to where the elevator was, I believe, maybe right. maybe it's a little bit before, but you had to jump on the platforms. But it took me, I think, once or twice trying to jump and make that to realize, okay, this platform is teetering, so you have to like run to one side, then run over to the other side to get that platform to teeter just enough to allow it the, the motion... So yeah, that you yeah, can stand yeah. at one end and be able to jump and go onto the next platform. Then you had to swing that one back and forth just to get the momentum to get to the next one. So it was kind of kind of training me for the elevator one to pull it or swing it, but I just didn't pay that much attention, I guess. Yeah. Also, talk to me about... So we, we originally decided to play this game um, because Scott said, hey, let's play this game next. Um, but it was on Game Pass. 
Um, and then on the was it the fifteenth or the sixteenth? The fifteenth was the last day. Uh, June fifteenth yes. was the last day the game was on Game Pass. Um, yeah. And then it, it's now abruptly off of Game Pass. So like at the time of like the week of recording, it was on Game Pass for a time. Um, and so how far did you get on in the game before you um, were cut off from it because of Game Pass? Well, according to yours. Uh, your storyline of it, I was probably within five minutes of starting yeah, the last you levels. Were, you were, you got to the cogs, right? You said. Yeah, I was right yeah. at the cogs where the um, it was like turning mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you were going, and you had to jump on the box, jump over to saw blades, yeah, and then do all that, and then take the cog wheel and move your boxes over with it and everything like that. I was right there. Yeah, so you had a there was a there was a decent amount of cog puzzles. And then you had some gravity levels, um, and then you were done with the game. So you were you were really close. You were probably like less than you were probably maybe a little under a quarter of the way through the uh, like left of the game. So you were real close before Game Pass shut it off on you. Um, Pull the rug out from underneath. Me. That is got to be beyond frustrating. And it's not like the game is super expensive either. Um, I'll look up the price right now, but like, is, so are you like, I need to finish this game? Yeah, it's, uh, I can tell you the price off the top of my head. I already looked up. It's nine ninety nine for okay. Xbox. Um, I think on PC, it's probably a little less expensive. No, it's probably nine, w- it's nine ninety nine right now on steam, or you can get it okay. 10% off if you buy it with, um, inside, which is the other game that the developer created as well. Yeah. Uh, it's twenty nine ninety nine for inside on Xbox with the edition combo. Yeah, of, it's twenty six ninety eight uh, on uh, Steam for the combo. Okay, so I, that's what I'm probably going to do. I probably end up. I don't know if I'm going to just switch over to and do play it on PC on Steam and just do it that way as the combo. Um, but I'm not sure, but because I'm already almost done with it on Xbox, so I may just do it that way i can continue out but then again i made since it is a puzzle game and i can probably run through it again really quick and try and get all my achievements done for it as well okay two point two two point question for you one do you feel like replaying it is going to give you you're going to enjoy replaying all of those missions or puzzles again um and two do you feel like you need to see this game through because you're like you know 75 percent through it I need to see it through um, to start off with the second half of that. Um, I need to see it through, definitely, because I did enjoy it very well, which I wasn't sure I was going to, but I I like a good puzzle game. So, and then with the achievements and the replayability, I guess we can probably do that. Sure, sure. Um, I think it you could probably get one or two good replays out of it unless you are trying to finish out those achievements. So I think one of them is like you don't die the whole thing, right? So I, I don't know if I'll do that, but that's just because it's about three hours to play it normally. But once you get the hang of all the puzzles, and if you play it back to back to back, you can probably fly through that game within hour and a half. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Half, maybe not, not, I'll tell you, not even. Because that stupid box building, Saul jumping over puzzle that like triggered me, I was like, I thought I was, I was convinced I was doing it correctly, which it turns out I was. Um, but I was like, well, maybe I'm not because I'm just having such a terrible luck with it. So I literally went online to watch a playthrough and there was a playthrough I found that was an hour and I think six or hour and nine minutes long where he does the whole, the whole game without dying. So like you could speed run this game pretty close to an hour if you don't screw up any of the puzzles the first time around. So well, some I I don't know if I'd be able to speed run through an hour and get like the the one achievement for not dying because there's going to be at least one time that's going to get screwed oh, up or something. The worst part you would be it. getting like most of the way through it and then dying. Like, uh, oh. I, I think it'd just be it, it would get deleted at that point. That's uh, that's like um, speed running, achievement hunting, like that kind of thing to me. Just like is one of those things that I just have no interest in. It does nothing for me with a game. Like, I get no enjoyment out of having, like, a high achievement score at all. Um, and I know that people, like, some people love it. Like, my brother, um, he, for some reason, had to change his Xbox name or whatever and lost all of his achievements, I think, oh, from the crap. 360. No, it must have been from the Xbox One to the current X model and it really ticked him off i felt bad for him because his number was like ridiculously high um because the first 360 we had we him and my two other brother or me and my other brother the three of us shared it together so like it wasn't just him playing games so like he had a very high and he's the one that kept like the screen name for whatever stupid reason he's the one that got to keep it yeah Um, so that i can see how like that would upset people but like for me i just like it does nothing when people look at my achievement score, they must be like, "Oh, you don't play games at all." I'm like, "Oh, I don't. I don't try. It does nothing for me. Like, I get no enjoyment out of it. It doesn't make my my you know uh, e my electronic ego any bigger or anything like that. It just it just so little for me." Let me let me bring you back to a conversation we had <laughs> maybe last week or the week or a week prior, a couple weeks ago at least. Uh, the one game that you had to wait four years. That's right, Stanley. Parable. Not to play to get yes. an achievement. And yes. did you get said achievement? I did get the achievement. See? Um, but that was only because, like, I just knew it was, like, a thing. Um, <laughs> I kind of, like, lucked into it. Um, only because I played through the game, and I did most of it. And then, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to log in to get that achievement for, like, being, like, six years or four years or whatever it is. And then I did it, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, cool, I got it. But Yeah, did you, know. you set yourself for a reminder no, to get that achievement? No, 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 no. Oh, that... Did you have to reinstall the game? Uh, I did, and I only did because I switched. I got a new computer in between, like when I originally played it. So that's the only reason. And it wasn't a super like heavy game, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't something that was like, oh man, I gotta really like download this like forty gig game. It was like a couple of gigs. So, um, I did it just because I wanted it. I don't know because it'd be like you know, you know, I didn't play your game for like you know half a decade. <laughs> Even though Stanley Parable, phenomenal game, definitely worth playing. Something I we might check out at some point because it's definitely worth like looking into. It's a very like unique uh, game. Um, so we haven't really talked about the plot of this game. I really don't know the plot aside <laughs> from like the brief description that it gives That's you before you buy the game. 
Um, are you a guy that enjoys games with a good plot to it? Like how, how heavy does plot play into like your enjoyment or like when you seek out a game, are you like, Oh, does this sound like an interesting like plot to a game? Or are you more of a, like this like is a mechanic that interests me kind of game? Um, I guess a plot game wouldn't be too bad. I guess I would say about 50, 50 on that. If it's got a good plot and it's interesting story, I'll follow it and everything. Um, just, like some other games that we played on our other podcast that yeah. I sat through, read the story and stuff like that and tried to follow along. But, or it could be just be a puzzle game where you're just running around and solving puzzles. I mean, it's just. Well, the one of those things that I, I love, we, we, I know it because you and I talk so much, but like the listeners don't, um, your wife plays a lot of games and you guys play a lot of games together. Um, and she's like the exact opposite, right? When you guys were playing Lost Ark, she was just like, escape, 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 tab, 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 yeah. tab. And you're like, I want to know what's happening. Yeah, uh, it's uh, one of the characters well, turned out to be a bad guy. I knew right off the bat because I was able to see a little bit of the cutscene because we had to fight something separate. And I'm like, that guy's the bad guy. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> so you, you just didn't watch it. You just skipped over everything. So you don't know. Yeah, playing games with your wife would be triggering to me. It would really bother me. I think I could not yeah, do but it. She, she's just uh, she's just a get it done kind of girl. So like when <laughs> yeah. she's playing, yeah, was um, that a selling point for you when you met her? You're like, oh, she's a get it done kind of girl. This is my kind of yeah, girl. Just her, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but no, if she's doing playing a shooter game or something like that, she it's yeah. she just runs and guns. If yeah. she plays like Splinter Cell, okay. she can't. Uh, yeah. It's hard for her to sneak around and everything like that. She she'll try and do it, but yeah, that's so that's just... definitely not a game for her. Sniper no, Elite come Five out... is not a game she would enjoy. No, she'll yeah. she'll just come out guns blazing and then, and then get pissed off because everybody's killing her every time because it... that's she's... great, that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, like the plot of this game is like you play a nameless person first off, a nameless boy. Um, the game's called Limbo, and uh, if we're talking about, like, the judo-Christian um, idea of Limbo, that's, uh, like, literally the edge of hell, right? Like, Limbo is, like, just before you would get into, like, hell. Um, yeah, the in-between. Yeah, well, so, the in-between is not really... That's what, like, kind of is the modern interpretation of Limbo, but Limbo is actually, like, hey, you're going to hell unless you fix this right now, kind of thing. Okay. Um... Which is kind of interesting to me. Um, it seems like he, and by the description, I think the one sentence description is like, an event happens and this boy seeks out his sister. Um, there's not a lot yeah, of I... other people you run into in the game. And when you do run into like actual humanoid looking people, they're either trying to kill you, they're either trying to run away from you, or they're either literally dying in front of you. Like there's some yes. very dark... Um, things like people are, are hung in the background you can see people like who either have hung themselves or have been hung um and yep. i don't want to ruin the ending um because i really want you to kind of experience it but i i was personally a little let down with it only because there's not a lot of resolution there's a lot of like i have to interpret it by this meaning or that meaning um which drove me to go online and see what other people said or thought um, okay I will say that the developer has said that some people have come really close to describing the plot of this game. That's really all he says. And he also says that people have discovered the plot of the game so closely that it actually upsets him. He wishes that it was harder to interpret the plot of this game. 
which I kind of like don't like. No, you make a game and you want people to experience it. Uh, so. Yes, he wants you to experience it, but he doesn't really want you to know why you're experiencing it, which I kind of was like, oh, that's kind of like a jerk thing to think about. Like he literally said something along the along the lines that I'm paraphrasing of like, I should have taken less things. I should have taken more plot points out of the game to make it more like to make it harder to understand what's actually happening. I was like, okay, man, I think that's kind of like not cool. So that's something that I kind of like for being, for me being a guy who enjoys like the plot of a game and like seeing resolution, you don't really get a lot of that in this game, Um, which for me might be one of the only downsides to this game. Yeah. I'll have to finish it out and figure out the ending. I'm interested to see what you think. If you come up to a conclusion um, now that I've read so much about like the ending, I have come to a conclusion myself, but it's only because I've read stuff where okay. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense when you tell me that. Um, because there, I think the hints are so small and hard to tell that I'm like, oh, I would never put that together without going online. So uh, maybe that's just me and my small childlike brain that doesn't allow for complex, ugh, complex adult thoughts. Um, which we yeah. both know is something I struggle with as a human. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, everything, little aspects in the game. Once you, I'll see, see how it is once I finish it and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, you can, like, interpret little things in a game. Like a lot the, of that, yeah. Yeah, um, like the worms getting in your head. That could be, like, your peer pressure or something. Oh, my you. gosh. See, you're already over. You're already thinking more than I have ever. More yeah, than so I, it's, like, forcing you to do something you don't want to do. This represents when I was a, in seventh grade and some kid made fun of me on the for not being picked first in baseball. Yeah. Um, Just putting his own demons into the game possibly. I think there's definitely a lot of that. I think there's some some of that definitely in it. Um but like I said, once I've like now that I've read about it online, I'm like, oh I can kind of get that. I get that that's kind of cool in its own way. I will say though, like I thought the last the very ending was kind of cool in how it was done. Um I wanted more plot. I wanted more development. I wanted more like answers. I didn't really get them. Um, but it does. It is cool. Like I, you don't really realize you're at the end until like you're like, oh, I'm done. I guess that's kind of cool in a weird way. Um, so it wasn't all like bad to me. There was definitely some like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, parts to it. Um, so do you think this is a game worth playing? Do if you like puzzles, I would say very suggest this game. Yeah, I I'm right there with you. I actually like. It's crazy. Once I, I started doing a little bit of research about this, this game really was like spawned a huge like um following of like let's make a lot of games, not necessarily exactly like Limbo, but like side scrolling games that you can beat in under three hours that have like a little bit of puzzle element to them that are a little like ominous and a little dark and a little like different. Um, which I kind of like. I love that. You know, I I think for the price point of like ten dollars, this game is phenomenal. Um, I think yeah. if you catch this game like half off, man, it's almost like impossible to not pick up and and, and try. Um, we talked, Chris or not Chris and I, you're Chris. Um, Scott and I talked two weeks ago about like weekend games. You know, games that you can play in the weekend or like in a, one or two sessions. This game okay. fits that bill perfectly, and I love that. I love like. Hey, I can do this in a couple of days and like then I don't have to play it ever again. Um but like with 
last week or two weeks ago game we played far on stranger tides or some something like that um that game like stuck with me for a little bit like i found myself like thinking about that game even like a week later i was like oh that's like a really cool thing limbo is the same way for me where like i find myself like still even like thinking about it even though i finished playing it like three days ago um, yeah. which is do you feel feel the need to replay it i don't feel the need to replay it at all only because the puzzle element to me is diminished on repeat plays. That's not to say that the puzzles are bad, because I think the puzzles are really good. Um, I think they're actually really good, at, in fact. But like, it, it for me, it doesn't replaying doesn't do anything. I already know the answer to that puzzle, so I'm just like, it does nothing for me. For me, the fun is like figuring it out and solving it, and then feeling good about like solving it. It's not about like how fast can I do this or like watch me burn through this. Like to me, that does nothing. Um, it's the same problem I have. I know you and I have talked about it, um, but with like TV shows, like my wife loves to rewatch the same stuff. Um, and for her, it's comforting. Like she's a big Disney person. If you don't know, uh, ruining Disney with Tessa is a, a podcast that, um, Scott and Tessa do, uh, every quarter. So there's like three or four episodes a year or something. Quarter um, every two years. I think there's, a new yeah, one okay, out, there's right? only about a, one episode, but there's a second episode that has been recorded. Uh, about half a year ago that will come out at some point um but like she loves like it's comforting to her um but like for me i don't like rewatching stuff i don't like rereading books um i usually don't like replaying games i've actually replayed a lot of uh star wars games recently um for gaming nexus i've reviewed knights of the old republic knights of the old republic 2 um republic commando star wars force unleashed they're all actually being redone by the same company um, and I'm just like, I'm always like, yeah, I'll play them because I love those games like in high school and college. They were like really meaningful to me. And I've actually really enjoyed replaying them. But I think I've re- I've enjoyed replaying them because I liked them so much the first time. That the nostalgia the, is so heavy for me that I'm like, oh, my God. It like when I played Knights of the Old Republic the first time I was in college. No, I wasn't. I was in high school and it was in the summer and I was babysitting my brother uh, John's a friend who lived like four houses down. Um, and I remember the night before staying up until like six in the morning, playing this game, sleeping for like two or three hours, getting up, taking my Xbox over to his house as I babysat him and played all day while he just did whatever, you know? Um, it's just stuff like that. Like I remember that, that memory so vividly and enjoying it so much that when I replayed it, like, you know, a decade and a half later that I was like, man, this is such a good game. Um, I don't think Limbo would give me those same feelings 15 years from now. Maybe they would, um, but I don't think they would. It's just like TV shows, you know. Um, I was, I, again, I know I'm talking a lot, but Tess and I were just talking about, um, um, oh my gosh, the stupid show on Netflix that's getting ready to come back, uh, Umbrella Academy. Okay. I, I've only watched the second season once when it first came out, like pre-COVID, and we're going to rewatch it now because the new season's getting ready to come out. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it just as much because it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember enough about it. So like that for me is what does it, but like replaying limbo for me, I don't, doesn't seem like it holds a lot to me. How about you? Do you think like this is a game you would replay in a couple of years or like, is this a game you would be like, Hey Casey, you need to play this because I enjoyed it so much or even to Tyler, you know, stuff like that. Um, a couple of years from now, probably not. I mean, because it's such, 
such a short game. I mean, I'll probably, like I said, I'll probably replay it, maybe get some of the achievements done or trophies or whatever, uh, whichever platform you're playing on. But um, I would suggest it to other people to certainly play. Yeah. Um, with, with Casey being here in the same household as me, I mean, as soon as I buy the game, which I plan on doing, I'm going to have her sit down and play it, but I don't know how she's going to do with the puzzle aspects and stuff like that because she's not a really big puzzle person for video game wise kind of i mean she can sit down and do a like a a uh, puzzle on the table and she's fine with that oh puzzles but, in real life are terrible <laughs> but she's sitting there she's listening to music and uh, focusing yeah. on the puzzle and everything so uh, that's something that relaxes her i mean how she's doing that right now okay so another question do you get any enjoyment from watching kc play games that you've already played yourself it depends that okay. if if someone's struggling and I can stand back be like, ha, eh, you're struggling. <laughs> I give could, me if I could belittle yeah. them a little bit. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna stand nice. back and watch their misery and I'm like, if you need help, let me know. I can direct you through it. But I'm the kind of person where I don't want someone standing over me that's oh, played the game. I hate, I hate that. Or being in a game as with a co-op and like they're running around like, okay, you're done with that. You got to go over here and do this. And then once we're done, we got to go here mm-hmm. and then here, 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 here. I'm like, no, let me figure it out on my own. Yeah. I and go at my own pace. So I'm because I don't get no enjoyment out of taking my hand and showing me what to do. I totally, I totally get that. Totally get that. That makes a lot of sense, really. So, and that's you don't figure it out and you don't have fun on your own or, or whatnot but i mean yeah. if someone needs help i say hey you, you need need help on that i can give you a hand or whatever but i i always offer i don't just jump in and like grab you by the arm and drag you along for the yeah, ride that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. no fun to me oh, there's a special place to help for people like that yes all right, we're like at the 40-minute mark here, which is way longer than a normal budget arcade episode, so we really oh, we, need to think about wrapping it up here. But we got to be better than that. So we, that's right. That's right. More bang for yeah. your buck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Because we're not JV. We're varsity. We're really – we're, we're varsity gold, if anything. They're varsity silver. You know what I'm saying? They're not even listening at this point because we're 40 minutes in. Uh, yeah, they're done. They're snoozing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were definitely like listening to the first 10 minutes to be like, What's this going to be like? And they are like, oh, yeah, this isn't for me. Uh, they didn't screw it up. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, closing thoughts. Anything else you want to say about Limbo? No, it's a great puzzler. Mm-hmm. Three hours to kill, four hours. Or pick it up on mobile when you're sitting in a dentist's office or Man. any doctor's office and give it a couple minutes and it saves right where you're at. And just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love I played this on Switch. You played it on Xbox. I loved it on Switch. It was perfect. It's a great game for yeah. Switch. It's the load times were fast. The even like the reloading when you died was fast. Um, that was really good. I I definitely liked this game more than I thought I would. I was afraid because of the hype that I had had I had put to it because everyone loves this game that I was gonna be like, oh, I don't get the hype. But I get the hype. I get it. It's great. Um, definitely worth playing. Definitely worth picking. I think it's definitely worth ten dollars. It's absolutely worth like five dollars or even like two fifty or something like that. Um, definitely worth putting on like uh, your watch list to to catch when it's on sale. Yeah, that's um, the budget part of budget arcade. There you here. go. That's right. Yeah, we brought it back around. Uh, so, yeah. Chris, what are we playing uh, in two weeks? What are we playing uh, next? Um, Ravenous Devils. Yeah, correct? that's right. I love okay. how you said it like a like a question mark. I'm Ron yes. Burgundy. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to play Ravenous Devils. Uh, it came out on, on Steam a couple months ago at this point. Um, it's kind of like a Sweeney Todd slash, like, uh, what was the game I was thinking that it's kind of like? Fallout Shelter with the tears. Yeah, that's I right. Would say, that's right. Kinda... Fallout Shelter, that kind of thing. So we're going to do that in a couple of weeks. Um, so that's going to do it for us this week. Um, remember, you can Google Budger Arcade uh, podcast to find out more information. There's a Discord channel that I'm sure Scott's going to link in the show notes. There's um, a website, budgetarcade.com. Um, Scott and I, in the last couple of weeks, have really been working on trying to um, redo the website a little bit. So it's a little different than it was even a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we have got a couple of different writers that are coming on, like Coconut Wizard, who's in the Discord. He, he talks a lot. Uh, he's reviewing some games that we're not even like going to talk about on the podcast. We're just going to literally write about. Um, so the website's definitely worth checking out uh, more than it was a couple weeks ago. Um, because like two or three weeks ago, the last update was like from December. And I think there's been two or three posts since then. And I'm going to put something up about Limbo. So if you want even more Limbo content, which I can't imagine you actually wanting, um, but I'm going to put a little thing up there about it. Um, so that's worth checking out. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch. Uh, you know, basically you just search Budget Arcade or Budget Arcade Podcast to find all that kind of stuff. You can email the show at show at budget arcade, you know, dot com, that kind of stuff. Um, anything else, Chris? I think that's it. I've literally almost called you Scott like 15 times. And uh-huh. that's because I've recorded with Scott that I've, I feel really good that I didn't call, I miscall you something else. Uh, oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We should, you should be very thankful. Um, we need a new sign. We need our own special sign off, too. So we'll think of that because I'm not gonna say game on because that's definitely like too much for me. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid that hard. Um, so until then, uh, Excelsior. When you start your next project today at Menards, check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.